so breathy. Hello, everyone. That's probably my least favorite kind of singing. Ooh, like who would be an example of that? uh, Oh, who's a breathy singer? Um, Marilyn Monroe. Yeah, I don't like that at all. But that's (laughs) just because you couldn't sing. Yeah, I think that's why a lot of people do that. It's awful. It's basically like the original vocal fry. What? (laughs) Did I just invent a thing? Yeah, I think you're onto something. That's funny. We'll leave it to the scholars to sort out the details. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys research that, but you know. We're just throwing it out there. Yeah, just uh, just an idea. Get busy. How's Sarah today? Oh, Sarah, uh, you know, I'm like relaxed. I'm, I'm. Maybe it's because it's an overcast day here in Los Angeles, and yeah. So you know, I've just been like feeling like mellow. Rather you than haven't when been it's... drinking whilst we record lately. Oh What's my gosh, I haven't been drinking in the past few days. I oh, realized no. that like days passed and I I didn't, and I was like, oh, oh my god, days what? like Is two. It's, so it's not intentional. Sex. No, and then sometimes I'll have a glass. I think it's because I'm just like over it. Like I'm like, eh, no, I know. you know, because like, what's the? F- it, isn't it? Because I'm not drinking I'm because I'm like, oh my god, I love the taste of wine more than anything. It's like the social element that brings it out i do when like ren and i do a nice cheese plate or we have like a good meal then a glass is nice so maybe it's just mm-hmm. like getting back to the original intended purposes of drinking <laughs> <laughs> and Not yes medicine. you did say you're feeling this so you tell me you're you feel the same what do yeah, you think I it just- is I just do not have the same sort of, oh, this is fun. I'm going to yeah. have a drink at all. I right. mean, if I have one, it's just, you know, it's not the same. There's yeah. nothing to celebrate. Because right. it was like fun you and I having a, like, yes. sharing a glass together. And then being like, you know, you want a splash? And then I'd be like, yeah. You know, yeah, like, it's a whole that's thing. Like, it's a whole thing. It's like not even about, you know, it's kind of like sometimes I make coffee and I don't even drink it. Other days I have two cups yeah. like today, so woo! But <laughs> oh, um, yeah, really? it's weird because I am kind of relaxed, even though I had a lot of coffee. We'll see what happens with that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. That'll be a fun adventure because um, <laughs> I just finished it. Um, yes. So yeah. So sometimes it's more about like the ritual of doing it that I enjoy, and maybe that's mm-hmm. like the part of the ri- wine, like what comes with it, you know, okay, when we're doing a cheese bite, but yeah, I'm not... I do think that this period of time where everyone's, uh, I don't know, kind of waiting for life to begin again, yeah, um, is giving rise to people sort of starting, like um, my friend Molly is just suddenly selling her house and moving. I think a lot of people are kind of doing that, where oh. it's like... It's like a forced new stage, yeah. so they're uh-huh. going all in. I don't think it's a bad idea. It's like, might as well take advantage. Yeah, for sure. Well, and you know what? Maybe, oh, and this is just me spitballing here. Uh, <laughs> this was a big, unanticipated change. Yeah. And in, you know, you're alive. You're not like, in some sense, there's like the feeling that I survived this. So mm-hmm. I wonder if that confidence carries over to then have, feel a little bit more sure of decisions you're making about other changes. Oh, maybe. You know? Yeah, maybe. Like they get a second chance at life. Yeah. And also I just think since everything else is changing, they're like, well, maybe I'll start a new career. Or maybe yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, a lot of people are like starting podcasts and stuff yeah. like that. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But... um. Any hooch. Yeah. Or maybe is it that, that 
it feels like there's not a lot of change happening every single day. So we got to <laughs> right, like, like we're, bored. Bo- we're bored and we got to like, you know, throw it in. Mm-hmm. Like, I wonder how many, I want to take a poll. Maybe like Dahlia can do a poll about like how many people have rearranged their furniture since. Oh, for Spe- sure. A lot of that. I, I wonder a- after our episode about your house and design, how many people, uh, you know, maybe... Yeah, yeah. Like if, you want change, so like inside. I gotta change. I know I can't change everything else. I'll change how my furniture is set up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're gonna be there a lot more, you want it to yeah. be nice. Yeah. Really would like to get my freaking bed. I'm gonna be like moved out by the time that comes. I'm still complaining about that. I think that, that's hilarious. Not. You what know how fuck? comedy? It's like. Yeah. Something's funny, and then if you repeat it a few times, it's not funny anymore. Yeah. But then if you keep repeating it, it becomes funny again. Yep, we're there. I kind of feel like that about your bed. I know. Right. That's why I'm like, in all my pictures, I'm like, yep, still no bed. First, look at how cute this outfit is, but also, still no bed. I think it should be said that you did order a bed. Yes. It's just twice. delayed. Yeah. Two times I ordered a bed. It just keeps getting delayed. And I can't. the first one, I canceled because it was going to be delayed until the end of May, which is now since, well, I would have been here right now. And I canceled that two months ago because I was like, oh, I can't wait another two months. And then I order a bed and they're like, yeah, no, now you're going to wait till the end of June. June 30th. Yeah, I don't want people to think like we need to start a GoFundMe for your bed You don't. Right, you don't. We're good. It's just like everybody else got the idea that they'd like a new bed too. That's what I'm saying, man. (laughs) They're like, I need some change. I need a new bed. Yeah. I need to move. I need to. But how do we feel about Craigslist right now or like selling things online? Because I've got chairs that I need to sell, like want to sell dining chairs. I Well, I don't think it should matter to you like because I still sell stuff and people are still buying it. Yeah. So if they want it, then great for them. Yeah. And you can wash it and you can just leave it and like, you know, germs. It can be cleaned off a lot of stuff, right? Right? We're good. With I'm that? not buying as much used, yeah. which bums me out because I'm all about yeah, I love the environment. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. I just don't feel quite comfortable yet. Yeah. Well, okay. And some like, stuff at a good deal. Here we go. <laughs> Step wait. right up. Step right up. Step right up. <laughs> Sarah's clearing out. Yeah, you can sell. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Oh, are you worried about people like coming over and looking at it? No, I'm more worried about it like not moving. Yeah, right. Because, like, current, th- th- I put all my stuff in consignment, sold all my furniture and, like, nice furniture, to, or, you know, gave all my furniture to consignment stores. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was, like, a week before all this happened. So now, like, I don't even know what happened Are they just that. sitting there? Yeah. So I oh, don't dang. want that to happen. So that's kind of it. I'm like, do I even bother? I'm just kind of taking a, taking a pulse, taking a read, <laughs> polling the crowd, um, polling yeah. just Susie. I'm I'm no help. (laughs) Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. 
If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Moving on. I watched something that I loved that I have to talk about. Tell me. Okay. You're young, so you probably don't remember this happening in real time, but are you familiar with Biosphere 2? Oh, yes. Because for the only reason that I love the movie Biodome. (laughs) See, this is what I mean. Right. Was that like a play on Yes, it was with Polly Shore. It was freaking hilarious. Okay. Well, Biosphere 2 happened in 1991, so I was uh, about 11. And so it was right about the time where I would be aware, but you're younger than me. And so yeah. you would not have been at that time. Yeah. I mean, and I only know like a pa- like kind of parody of it. So can you give me the break? I mean, oh I imagine God. this at like, tell me everything. Oh, this is Okay. Fun. Well, I was obsessed with Biosphere at 11, but as you might imagine, I did not know the full story because I just, I don't even know how I knew about it, frankly. But yeah. I, from what I remembered, it was this experiment where like scientists were going to go into this, um, simulated earth environment, miniaturized earth that they created. And they were going to stay in there for a while and see if they could survive and create food and everything contained in this environment. And then I remembered hearing that somebody cut their finger and it basically ruined the whole thing. This was the extent of my knowledge. And I laughed about that woman cutting her finger (laughs) For ages with my friend Leah, and we just thought it was hilarious that they would go to all this effort, and then she cut her finger, and it's over. So I love that eleven-year-old you gets that. Yeah. That's my favorite part of it. I laughed so God, hard about that so that funny. I got yelled at in our chapel. This is great at school because I couldn't contain how hilarious oh I thought it was. That is so okay. funny. I love it. Fast for fast forward to today, and I see that there is a Biosphere Two documentary on Hulu <gasps> called Spaceship Earth. Cool. Oh my god! You're, I'm going to have to rein myself in because I could talk about this endlessly. But oh my gosh! It is I so love this. Good. I don't ever rein myself in for shit. Let it go, Suze. <laughs> Here's my first question, though. What yeah. uh uh what happened to Biosphere One? Well, they like they like when people ask that because oh, of course Biosphere they do. One. Is the Earth? Sarah. Oh my God! They <laughs> love for Pete's sake. That this is. I know that tick. Okay, th- th- you know the type. I'm equally annoyed and amused at that. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't even know where to file that because I love it, and I would do that. <laughs> but I also am annoyed with them for doing that. Is it because I yeah, didn't you come up felt- with that? Right into their trap. I did. Um, Everybody asked that. Oh, God, that's so funny. Well, okay. So <laughs> these bozos, there was eight of them. They, this was in 1991, oh. 25 years prior to that, these people had met up and sort of formed their own basically commune. Yeah, sounds like in, that. And like started a farm and were like well-educated people and they didn't want to do drugs or anything like that. It wasn't like that kind of a hippie thing, Yeah. but it was like capitalistic and they were enterprising and they were like, we're going to like create industry and apply all of our knowledge and work together and whatever. So Mm -hmm. they started in San Francisco and they started a farm. Then they went back to San Francisco and decided they were going to build 
a gigantic ass ship, like oh a man. proper humongous like boat. space or boat. Yeah, boat. Okay, a vessel, a water vessel water that vessel. they were going to set sail on, and I'm talking enormous. Like it looked like a military boat by the time they were done, and they put it in the water and I'll be damned if it didn't actually work. And I don't know how they did it. Well, isn't I don't the know definition they... of work just float for a well, boat? Well, yeah, you, you'd think like, yeah, if you just want to stay in the harbor or something, but they oh, sailed all they, around the they, world. Oh shit, man. There was like a proper. Yeah. Okay. That actually, that, that is true. It's I was impressive. like, maybe it is harder work than. Yeah. Think. Like, okay. Before you just like a video. raft or something. Okay. <laughs> right. Prior to. This thing, yeah. It was humongous, and oh. they started setting sail around the world, and in each place they would go, they would build some sort of business, Damn. like they built a hotel in whoever, wherever the hell. They built a, um art gallery in London, and and I'm thinking, who's paying for this? I don't... Yeah. This huh. is what I always want to know. Yeah, follow people. the money. <laughs> follow follow money. that money. Well, they had befriended this billionaire guy named Ed Bass, whose family was in like the oil business. Mm-hmm. And he was like kind of the crazy son. And he decided to hitch his wagon to these people. And he was funding it. And then they would work for him and make his business more um, profitable. So everyone was happy. Mm-hmm. And they had elements that seemed very culty. Yeah. Like they had this guy that was sort of the head of everything and he was tempestuous and um, kind of wacky and would make them do these weird like theater exercises and stuff. Ugh, so it did have like that commune, right, the Ugh. vibe of like the cult thing. Yeah. So huh. anyway, they got interested in like space exploration and they decided they wanted to do a contained living environment to test so that then they could live maybe on... On another planet or something. What was the what was the draw for like I see what the billionaire guy has to gain because it's like his businesses yeah. and he's like financially. But but what do the people? Is it like the people are believing that they're like creating this utopian future and like they have the power to do that and they they're That's like using this weird, as evidence it of never it. Had- it never seemed to have like a philosophical or theological component yeah. where even utopian it just felt mm. like they were like let's see what we can make let's see what we have the capability to create like what's so the they were end just game? sort of challenging that's the weird thing i don't oh my know God. this is funny it's weird that like I, you know even without seeing it i'm like why does it sound like and it doesn't make it. sense yeah huh so then they started doing this and then they decided they were going to build the contained environment and then the billionaire funded it and they created it and announced that they were going to live in there for two years. Mm-hmm. and But they aren't scientists or anything. Yeah, then what? And then <laughs> so you then, can do what? <laughs> but anyway, the press loves a story like this. Yeah. And they built this gigantic biosphere. I mean, huge, enormous thing that still exists. It's in mm-hmm. Arizona. And they went all around the world and picked um, like plants and wildlife and coral from the ocean and then they brought it in and simulated an actual earth mm-hmm. in the biosphere and each of them had a job and then they be- eventually went in and lived there for two fucking years in fact 
when she did hurt her finger, <laughs> um, which is still funny to me, yes. in like a wheat grinder thingy, oh. she she did come out and she did have to get surgery, but she yeah. went back in. It was not. It didn't ruin right. the whole thing. I don't know why I believed that. Oh, um, and they came out and they still fucking live together sarah oh, like wow. this was 25 Wait, years ago the, oh my god they still live on a ranch together in like new mexico anyway it's interesting but it's like what is your t- story like, do you have any sort of theory on what the like what's the thing what's the glue what's the common I think they really shared wanted idea to understand they really did believe in like environmentalism and I think okay. they wanted to see how what they could learn about the earth and the way we live yeah. because when you miniaturize the earth mm-hmm. you start to realize how every single thing you do is consequential. Yes. And so you can see the cause and effect of your behavior on mm-hmm. your environment which because we're in this gigantic earth we might litter and we don't see any effect. It's like no. We might look. no. Other people might. No, yeah. we aren't. We aren't littering at all, right, Susie? No. Exactly. No, I'm just making. No it way, hurt. man. I know. I'm kidding. But yeah, it's like it's my least but favorite we, thing I ever. Probab- but I probably do a lot of things because oh, sure. I don't see the effect that are consequential. Absolutely. So, like, I do love that part of it, seeing how they did it and what did work and what didn't work. Um, they had to kill a couple pigs because, like, the pigs ate too much. Oh, my God. So, like, certain things they thought would work didn't. They All the pollinating species died, and that was a oh, problem. that's you know, not bees good. bees are so important. What was, um, I wonder they were, why. The biggest problem they had was they were running out of CO... Uh, sorry. Oh. Like, they had too much CO2. They need more and trees. So right? Or did the trees give off CO2? Well, some of the plants did give off CO2 and that was the problem. Oh, okay, okay. But the trees would be good. They would produce oxygen. Oxygen. Oh my God, I don't know how any of this stuff works. The crazy thing is when I pictured it, I thought they were going and living there on the dirt. But they created like a house in there and like an office and computers. you have got to see the movie Biodome. Can I'm you, never gonna watch. No, that. can you please? Like, I, I feel like it's so Why is it funny. So funny to you because it's hilarious, and the fact that you it, and now knowing that this is so accurate to like how they. Oh, it's so funny. Now it makes it even more hilarious because, like, because it was based on the, tr- yes, the truth. Yes, and it's the okay. attitude of the scientists, and it's extra <laughs> funny. You're gonna get a kick. You should watch it, Adam. Come on. Adam, okay. help me out here. I'm I'll put that on my list. Put on the list. And if but you anyway, hate it, then that's <laughs> funny too. Content, Zeus. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. 
Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Okay, so anyway, um, they do not talk about banging, although what, what, some oh gosh, in banging. biosphere, I, sorry. I, like, and I was like, banging, banging, right, doing it, right, doing sex, fornicating. the nasty, got it. But a couple of them were couples, so I'm sure they were banging. But and and frankly, I'm sure everyone was banging. Yeah, that's my thought. Is yeah. this just one of the like? And no children came from this, though. No, but. They did marry outside, like later, oh. and I'm sure they had some kids or something. Thanks. But oh, so they did questions. try to make wine out of bananas, which I think is hilarious. <laughs> um, and on birthdays, they would have like their banana wine, and then they would want to make a birthday cake, and but they don't have any sugar, so they yeah. would have to just use fruit, oh. and well. mm-hmm. it just wasn't the same. No, it's not. They missed that. Yeah. Because like, once you have it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's but, like what I did with feeding my dog wet food and mixing it with the dry food. Now she's like, them. hell no. Never, ever, ever going to eat that dry food alone again. Never going back. You definitely check out the doc, though, because it's great. Yes. And like, especially because I don't think a lot of people really know what the biosphere was all about no, and right. why they did it and who did it. Um, but it's still active now and a university runs it and does experiments there and stuff. So That's cool. exactly like what it should be used for. Yeah, right? Yeah, and the idea of it is really cool. Super cool. Yeah. Love I would want to live someplace like that. Would you? Yes. Why? Oh, I'd be into it. Oh, for sure. That sounds, and it feels very, like, safe and confined and, like, definitely don't have to use a cell phone and all that stuff in there. Mm-hmm. And, like, that would be cool. You know, the crazy part was things? when they had the problem with the CO2, you become lethargic Oh. And obviously irritable. And so they were fighting all the time and oh angry with each other and suffered a lot of like fights during that time. And then they eventually had to put a whatever on the biosphere to get oxygen. Like, And a lot of people said that that meant they were failures because oh. they had to get air from the outside. Yeah. But once they got it, they said like they were walking on sunshine. Like they were oh. so happy and back to their old selves. Oh my gosh, this is cool. But like yeah. even the things that are, this is like any kind of experiment. Even the stuff that's failed, quote unquote right. failed, still provides information. From it. Yes. So I know. What, and what does failure stand for? First attempt in learning. Oh my God. Where did That's you learn that? Fail stands for. I heard that from uh, uh, a gal at a, a women's retreat once. First attempt in learning. Yes. That's adorable. I know. I thought so too. And that's true. And There's it's no true. such thing. Yes. That's the first time that you learned, you know, that this that's not how you should do it. Yeah. Failure is quitting. It's not right. like getting a result you didn't want. Yeah. Anywho, watch that. Um, okay, yeah. the next thing I want to talk about is let me think. It's hard to choose. Oh, there's this subreddit um, on Reddit called Roast Me. Have you heard of it? No. Roast Me. Oh my God, that's so funny because I was just thinking about how roasts. I was watching clips of the Justin Bieber roast. Those things oh, are great. They're hilarious. I didn't see that one. Oh, we should watch what that was one that together one like? and then like, laugh about it. What was the tone? Um,. He took it. I think he was a really good sport about it. That's critical. Like he was really good. Like, 
oh my God, what were some of the funny, I mean, because he like asked for it. Yeah. Right. As they all do. So yeah, that was it. He was very, he like took it really well and he was really funny, but I only remember clips of it. So maybe I'll rewatch that one. Do you have a favorite one? Oh my God. Uh, Let me think. He's not my my favorite one. Just, I don't even know if I would, my favorite. The funny thing is when you watch those roasts, they roast everyone. Yeah, that's it. So you, I always forget who is actually about. Right, right. I love how they roast Snoop Dogg. They're always funny about him. <laughs> Cracks me up. And Kevin Hart. I love all the things they yeah. say about him. Yeah. Yeah, there's a real art to it. And on this subreddit, yes. you submit, I guess, your picture and then like a little bit about yourself. And then you tell people to roast you. And the intention of the subreddit is to be fun. It's yes. not meant to be malicious. So uh, everyone kind of has a sense of like, yeah, you want to go to roast, but you don't want to like be hateful. Right. Um, and the they were just of the roast, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. You have to kind of all be on the same page about what yes. is this? Yes. And it was sort of this article I was reading was deconstructing like the psychology of it. And it was talking about how the best roasts pinpoint weaknesses that no one else saw. So if like someone has a humongous nose and then you just say that, that's not fun. Right. You want to be clever and you want to like dig through their like the history of their comments on Reddit and find something that's like a weak point that other people wouldn't find. Yeah. And make a joke about that. Um, And then they were talking about how like people will often say, like someone, ins- if someone insults you, they might say, well, you need to have a sense of humor. But they were pointing out that having a sense of humor comes from confidence and emotional intelligence. It's not a way to get confidence and emotional intelligence. So to tell someone you have to have a sense of humor is, uh-huh. it's a non sequitur. It's, it's just your thing wasn't good enough. Yeah, so it's really not on the person to have this. It's not doesn't it falls in the joke teller, not the joke. Yeah, and like you're, you know. if you create a sense of humor, then confidence and emotional intelligence doesn't come from that. You get right. a sense of humor once from, you are confident. Yes, yes, and yes, 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 yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh gosh. And they were saying, or that the because- opposite does is it or because I feel like some people who have. Or have zero confidence. Like you I do not. Like- I you and I disagree about this because you often say that def- like it's a defense mechanism. But this article was agreeing with me that that isn't what it is. <sighs> that it comes from confidence and being very aware of human behavior. Yeah, maybe like um, a confidence in knowing that you un- you have an understanding of that human behavior. Whether that yeah. you can ha- like doubt yourself, but have confidence in your knowledge about other people. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. And they were saying how because it's meant to be fun, that it can be a really helpful way to divorce your self worth from an insult. Yeah. So oh, yeah. if somebody says something about you, you can still feel good about yourself because you know the intention is playfulness. Yeah. And they were saying that the people who deal with it the best are the ones that are like handicapped or I should say disabled. Yes. What's the word now that they told me yes. not to say handicapped? They want me to say differently, differently abled. Differently abled. 
Um, yeah, yeah because they're used to, it's like, they're used to it. I mean, like, I don't want to say used to it, but like, I don't, you know, it, it almost feels like a normalizing of it. Well, they also said, though, that people with um, terminal illnesses and stuff like that, mm-hmm. they handle it really well. Yeah. And they were saying that it's because once you've experienced actual true pain, oh. then you have a better understanding that a roast ain't it. Oh, like, my gosh. I love this. Yeah. This is really so, deep. Yeah. Like if you're somebody that is differently abled or suffering from cancer, mm-hmm. you probably aren't going to be upset if someone says you right. have kinky hair or right. uh, your butt's too big or right. whatever someone might say in a roast. Right. So maybe it's like the opposite of that is you have to start having compassion and start thinking about what does real pain feel like? And then maybe it'll soften the sting of the hurtful words that maybe we can read with in comments online that really don't matter. Yeah. Hmm. So I like that because I thought, you know what? That's a great way to look at it. And I love when people get into stuff that allows them to not take themselves so fucking seriously. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because getting your feelings hurt kind of is about being a narcissist. You know, like having a narcissistic moment where you're like, you feel like slighted and that you're the center of the universe. And when someone says something you don't like, you know. Yeah. Because... It's almost like self-worth. Like you have to feel, yeah, secure in yourself. Yeah, like and your worth like, isn't about those fine. things. fine. Say whatever you want. Okay, that's great. Yeah, and the, the better you can do that. How was Donald Trump's roast? Do you remember that one? How I think it was good. It? I think he takes those things well, weirdly. Because oh, he loves being the center of attention so much Yeah. that I don't think he minds when it's that a roast or otherwise. Yeah, he just wants you to look at him, you know? Mm-hmm. Ugh. Well, I feel like, yes, maybe Justin Bieber does too, but he took it really well. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So... What makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Anyway, so don't roast me, though, because I don't like it. I'm sensitive. You don't think you... you, Yeah, I wonder if I would like it. I guess it depends. I think I would. Because if it really is in good fun, then I would love it. But I think you and I are both used to what happens on the challenge. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. That's yeah. not in good fun. So here's the thing that, that like, the the only thing that I, 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 and maybe I just don't understand how it goes down in the Reddit, like, I don't know, what are they called, forums? Oh, my God, I sound like I am, like, a boomer over here. Yeah. Subreddit thing. Um, is it only based on the picture? Because I feel like that's a cheap shot. 
No, I think that there are other things. Like you can maybe tell them about yourself and then okay. they can look in your history or okay. they could Google you. Because like that's the, that's the fun stuff. Like, you know, like whenever you tease me about the chore chart, like that feels like roasty, but it's fucking hilarious. Like it's not really <laughs> roasting you, but it's like, oh, what, you know, going to create a chore chart about it or something. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. feels like that. Like that. And I love it. Yeah. Like when you make fun of me for only taking baths. Yeah. It's like you're, and it's really like seeing you. Right, 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 right. It's like, oh, thank you for recognizing this little quirk that, you know. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I agree with that. But on the challenge. Yeah, they don't do that. That is a different thing because that's about power and hierarchy Yeah, and things like that. And they're not sophisticated enough to do like advanced kind. It's all like low hanging fruit. Like you're fat. Right. It is based just on appearance and just on like what they can pick up. Like, you know. Yeah. And then when you're out in real life with them, I remember one time I met Kenny and them for an appearance and Adam and I drove up and it was like, we were in our car, which Mm -hmm. was a little tiny crappy hatchback. Mm -hmm. And, um, Kenny goes, I wouldn't be caught dead in this car. And like, it was funny because I know that to be true about him. Yes. But it's like, they just point out stuff that has to do with money and, um, your body and stuff that like, we don't care about as much. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's with that self-confidence and that that security and that high self-worth. Because you're like, okay, whatever. I'm fine. That doesn't take away from who I am if you say that. But we can laugh yeah, about like how it's funny. Yeah, like my car is not me. Right. Yes. Your car is not you. Your disability is not you. Your background, your, you know, the, all those things. I think it tells more about the person that says it than the person being insulted. Yeah. Because what that tells me is Kenny feels like he has to have a nice car or he's not valuable. Oh, yes. That is I mean, exactly it's true. The, no, you're 100% right. That is yeah. 100% it. And however you choose. And that's why when you watch all those roasts, the different comedians or I'm sure in all those subreddits, different people have probably have a different style of things they tend to like always yeah. go after. Focus on. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just it. think that's interesting. Yes. Uh, I was reading about this a guy who's 63 years old and he had a stroke and you know how funky stuff happens sometimes after yes. you have a seizure or a stroke yep. and in his case, he started to rhyme constantly. Like every sentence had to rhyme. Oh my God. <laughs> Can you imagine <laughs> We could get him to like do the, the intro of the brain candy for the first, uh, uh, like, 200 episodes we did. <laughs> right. Episode 102. Ain't it true? Oh, my God. That w- Would that drive you crazy? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Question. Which is worse? The guy <laughs> who had hiccups for however uh, many years? It wasn't something, like, crazy, like, 19 years? Yes. Yeah, something insane like that. I just pulled that number out of my ass, but I, I'm close. I'm within a five year, a long time, a long ass time. That or guy who rhymes everything. No question, the hiccups. Are you serious? I hate hiccups. I don't even want them for five minutes. No, no, like, alone. like no. Que- you, who would you rather be married to? Who are you choosing? Oh, a lifetime to. of, That's of a wedded bliss with. 
Like you have to be the partner of this person. You're you're the per- man you're married to. I'm going with the rhyming. Me too. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm wait, just trying to get wait, engaged. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, I think we're disagreeing. I would rather be married to the guy that rhymes. Yes, so would I. Oh, than okay. the guy that hiccups. But I'm just saying that that is... I thought you would say that the rhyming would be super annoying. And that I did not think that that would be your, your answer. I thought it would be the no, opposite I, because I did not I realize how much you hate so hiccups. Much. But we can put that in I, uh, the, <laughs> the, the, the would-you-rather annoying things yeah. for the rest of your life. This one's a really annoying one. Oh, God. Like, can you, you could play that game with, with this. Would you rather be married to a guy <laughs> who rhymed every single thing or be married to a guy who didn't, but never, you never had an orgasm? But a guy who rhymes gives you great ones. <laughs> right. See? Well, you can go places with this. What, how yeah, much it's are you a real to tricky with? situation. Yes. And so, he was a doctor. And- Whoa! I don't know yeah. why that's crazy, but it feels like when weird brain things happen to doctors, it's extra interesting. Yes, it happened to a doctor. And so because he was rhyming constantly, he got into um, the rap music scene. No! Stop! <laughs> Stop! Well, now now it's done deal. I know who I would rather be married to. Who cares? <laughs> this is so funny. This is great. Now that's just... Now that's become a positive. I don't know yes. why, because it's hilarious. Oh, tell me everything. First of all, what country oh is God. this in? I, why do I feel like he's British? No, I think it's the U.S. Oh, my gosh. This is hilarious. In my mind, I pictured him as a U.K. rapper. Okay. <laughs> I don't know better. why. Yeah. Maybe that's well, because he... I was picturing him as your husband and your husband is British. So. <laughs> so he started rapping. Or no, he started listening to rap because if you're rhyming all the time, Stop. I can see why that would really appeal to you. And then he decided he was going to try it. And so he went to like... An he open rap battled. Mic night. Yes. Oh my! I love that you like don't know what it's called. And you're like he went to an open mic night. I was like, Susie, he went to rap. They battle. didn't call it a rap battle though, so maybe it well, really was just like rap open mic. But so he was just getting up there and rapping like his own stuff, or is uh, if or he was going yes. back and forth with. Okay, then no, it no, was no. That. It was just original pieces. Oh, okay, then yeah, it totally was open mic. Never mind. I thought he was like going okay. back and forth with somebody like they do. <laughs> oh my god, reading no. things here. That would be scarier. No, I think he'd be great at that. You do a hundred percent. I think a sixty-three-year-old like, white man. Who, who knows what? But if you could, if your brain naturally does it, you'd never get caught up. You'd never get like you're all, you're always yeah, going but to I be can't, able to. I you, feel like maybe you just wouldn't be able to pull th- like come up with things to say. Yeah, the insults, the material, the <laughs> rhyming would be there, but the yeah. material wouldn't. Got it. Got he needs it. a partner. He does. Okay, so he went to the open mic night, and they were like, dude, you do not want to do this. Like, (laughs) it's not for you, kind of. And he was insistent. So the first time he went, it didn't go very well because he did Mm. a poem or a rap about the Holocaust. Oh, that's not good. And they were like, what are you doing? Oh, my God. He decided to change it and make it about his own life and how yeah. he had a stroke and now he raps. Yeah. And that really was a crowd pleaser. He was getting standing ovations and stuff. And his um, rap name? Yeah. Dr. Rap. Oh, no. <laughs> See? That, and this I is why he should not to God, go to a he rap should not. battle. And I swear to God, if any of his songs start with, my name is Dr. Rap and I'm here to say, if anything starts <laughs> like that, Oh, Lord. Right, he's doing, like, Rapper's Delight. Oh, my God. 
Yes. <laughs> oh, Lordy. That is hilarious. I thought you were going to tell. I was like halfway expecting. I mean, because you surprised me so much with y- <laughs> telling me that this man who had a stroke then went on and to then rhyme mm-hmm. and then used that to then become a rapper. Here I'm thinking he's like a savant, like in the same way the... Uh, uh, the people who like come out and are able to draw perfectly perspective and never able to draw yes. anything before in their life. So I'm like, maybe like this is it. And all of a sudden he's like the most lyrical, like the gifted lyricist, like of the, this generation. And that turns out to be not the case. Well, maybe it's going to get, he's a work in progress. He but you know what? Start. Here's the thing. We shouldn't be judging him on his level. We should be praising him and, 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 you know, saying, hey, good job for taking something that could have been looked at as a real bad thing that happened to you and making the best of it and trying to have some fun with it. And maybe a part of his brain, uh, like maybe in and around the amygdala, got a little damage that is like your fear center that tells him he shouldn't do crazy things like get up on stage and wrap his own material. But yeah, I love it. Get after it, dude. I mean, if I were at that event, I would be stoked. I would think this is hilarious and great and... It's a, it's a novelty, if nothing else. Yes. And I bet he is pretty good. I bet. I you know, now I want to hear. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are, too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I also wanted to read, it said some, it was just describing how strokes can have these weird effects, Yes, which we've talked about on the show before, but I just wanted to read that it said some patients become hypersexual or compulsive gamblers. That's not surprising. Right. And then others have woken up speaking in fake Chinese accents. That, there those was a, ones I can't understand. That is bizarre, is I do not know. Or when they have a language, like speak another language. Like how yes. was that in there? I know. They say that know. it's, oh, they went to France once when they were 13. What? What? So it's all in there just waiting to come out? Then I'm like mad that I can't get it out of there. Then, oh, listen to this one. There was a famous guy in Italy who had what they called Pinocchio syndrome. Oh my God! What? Sarah? What? what? Oh, every time she used my name, people. What? He would have a seizure. (gasps) Oh my. Okay. And it said he was crippled as a businessman. Oh my God! (laughs) Now is that like literal or metaphorical, or because it could go either way? I think it's metaphorical. Oh my god! Oh my god! Like because then it, I think if you have seizures, then maybe you. It, oh my god! Okay, so then that's like wherever he's like the human lie detector. Yeah, or like, can you like imagine? he always is. Is oh my god! He no, could you imagine being something. married to that? Honey, does this dress make my butt look big? <sighs> no. Uh. <laughs> 
Right? And I love that they're basically saying, in order to be a good businessman, you have to lie. Oh, yes. It crippled mm-hmm. him as a businessman. He, he couldn't yeah, do it. He couldn't do it. He did not have any of the skills. Because oh, he had to tell the truth. Wow. Pinocchio How great is syndrome. that? I want to know about all those weird ones. It really freaks me out. Like the stuff like that where you have a seizure or something and then you yeah. come out a totally different person, which, yeah. you know, they say after brain surgery that can happen too. Yeah. Oh, man, I don't like it because then it brings up questions about identity. Who are you? What is What defines you as a person? Because right. if you have brain surgery and then everything changes or you have a seizure or a stroke Who and everything changes. Who are you? Are the person before you the person you are now? Yes. <gasps> what is identity, man? You're freaking me out, Sus. Well, Freak here's me out. Here's the thing. We only yeah. can work with what we have here in this moment. And that's why you have to practice mindfulness and, and just stay present because... Sure, you can worry about all of those things that, you know, the, 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 there could be like, I don't know, a meteor crashing into earth tomorrow, probably not, but you know, we can't worry about that. You just have to deal with what you have here right now. And right now your brain working pretty good. So yeah, that's why, you know, when people refer to it right now as these uncertain times, I'm Mm -hmm. like, all times are uncertain. This is correct. All of them are. That was a lie that we told ourselves before that we yeah. knew what was going to happen. We don't. Yeah. The only thing that's certain is is change and like uncertainty or things like that. We're I'm so sure there's deep. a quote like that. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We're like philosophers, basically. Basically. That should be a okay. sweatshirt. Like basically philosophers. <laughs> Make that one. Uh, my friend Kelsey Burke, who I mentioned on the show previously, she's a scholar of uh, evangelical I was sexuality. thinking about her the other day. Oh, my God. You would love her. After she's I watched so an episode of Broad City on pegging. So, yeah. Yes. And she, I saw an article that she happened to write, which was delightful to see. Um, and it was about her scholarship that she's doing about... Um, you know how in churches now they're dealing with what they call porn addiction? So people oh. that feel like... They watch too much porn and they uh-huh. can't stop. Uh-huh. You can join these groups in your church. Mm-hmm. And she was studying the implications of that and how it all works. <gasps> and first of all, there's like this one Christian group called... <laughs> oh, God. Fapno. Oh, uh, okay. Do you Fa- know the, the slang, at least in England, for... Or, um, or J- not jerking England, off? Yeah. Fapping? Fapping, and oh. they call themselves Fapno, and they like, call don't, the don't do members that. of the group Fapstronauts. Oh my god! <laughs> Which I'm never going to get over. Oh my anyway, god. she was talking. That's about an how, insult to astronauts everywhere. Of course, especially because they're supposed to not be fapping. So why are we calling Fapstronauts? Right, they should be like anti-fappers. <laughs> anti-faps right. fantis or something Come on I'll put it, I'll put also it in need new PR or like new <laughs> whoever's doing their, their branding yeah they, they maybe clearly, they're spending a little bit too much time fapping yeah maybe if they weren't on porn sites all God, the time okay, okay. so she was talking about how one of the problems with these groups is there's no diagnostic um, mm. understanding of porn addiction, and it's not acknowledged as an actual addiction in 
medical fields. And so there's really no um, scaffolding to determine whether you fall in that category. So people uh-huh. think that they're porn addicts when they wa- they um, consume far less than the average person. Some oh of them, God. 3% of people who never watched porn ever claim to be porn addicts in these groups, okay? Oh, my so God. Basically, they're being taught to believe that they are innately oh. so sexualized and disgusting, like... In oh terms of biblical understanding yeah. of sexuality, yeah. that they are shaming themselves. Well, this when is essentially like, like because they, what like you can't shame about masturbating anymore. Like we know that that's yeah. like an important thing. Now so now we have to like go back porn. to like shame about this because shame makes people very easy, like yes, manipulatable, controllable. Right? If you think you're disgusting and dirty, then yes. you think you need someone to help you. Yep. And you'll do then, whatever. The other problem is they basically do not accept the idea that women could have this problem. Oh, Lord. So it's basically only for men, even though according to their rubric, women should be able to join as well without stigma. But they were saying how in their worldview of this patriarchal setup, women can't they aren't seen as having their own sexuality separately from an actual man. Yep. So like men are inherently sexual in their eyes. Yeah. So they don't even need a woman around. They just want to bang all the time. But women, if there's no man, then there's no sexuality. Right. This is, this is, this is, do you remember, I think, did we talk about why, like the female orgasm and about, didn't I, didn't I bring that up and, in this a little bit ago. What about it? Oh, oh, oh let me find it. It's uh, that the reason why that, that like we, that we used to say, if you don't focus on it, like the problem is when women like, you know, they say, oh, like the brain is the, 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 you know, sexual organ and which, if, you know, is partially true. But they said, if you were to just like, not think about it, don't make having an orgasm, <laughs> the focus, then you, the likelihood of having one is better so basically like take Who the pressure off yourself this, like this was like the, the the what the i would guess i guess you would call it the medical community and like the sex the the sex therapy community would say that back was like, in the day or no now? like now like that's the belief that we put like don't oh, don't make that because it takes the pressure off so like there's this idea that like okay don't like think of don't like put too much pressure mm-hmm. on yourself don't make that the goal because if you make that the goal then it puts too much pressure on you then it builds up that anxiety and all that and then you can't you'll you won't be able to get there but then the new research is saying actually that's bullshit and that's not true and that's part of exactly what you're saying where women are just an except they're just a a yeah service to get men that they're saying oh don't focus on that no absolutely focus on that in the same way yeah. and and like they're saying no it, it they're like basically yes what you're saying and, and the science back yeah they, they I'm make to it find so the that the men are it. the stars of the yes, show and that's not true and that without a man around we don't have any desire or yes. lust Yes. And so if you were a woman and you joined the group, which technically you're allowed to do, it's not like they say men only, most of them, 
mm-hmm. but they look at you like you don't belong here. You, there's no way mm-hmm. you have my problem mm-hmm. mm. as a woman. And they mm. need to quit calling it no fap groups. Because yeah, that's yeah. It's all gross. gross. Yeah. Blech. But I'll anyhow. put that in the newsletter. Yeah, I want. I can't um, wait to read it. It's so funny that um, you were uh, uh, that you bring this up because I was just thinking about you talking about her and thinking, saying, like thinking to myself, has she written a book? Because I would really like to read it. And yes, now here you are so- coming out with the <laughs> article. She did, and I'm really proud the fact that she messaged me when she was writing the book, and she said, I cannot think of a name for my book. Can you come up with one? Mm-hmm. And so she told me what it was about, and it was about Christian sex lives. And then I said that it should be called Christians Undercovers. And oh, she oh, yes. she used that, and so that's what it's called, Christians Undercovers. Mm. So cool. So I'm very Such honored. a good name. You are good at naming. See, you are good at naming things. I basically wrote the paper is what yeah, I'm saying. There you go. There you go. <laughs> According like to my you're own welcome. theory. welcome. Oh. <laughs> anyway, that was fun. Um, yes. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. fap away, ladies. I don't Jeez. care. Yep. Yeah. <sighs> That's my story for today. I love that. that. Well, I mean, I don't love that, but I also, I think it's fun to unpack that kind of stuff. And I think it's fun to look at how like, you know, it's how certain uh, uh, religious groups or, or whatever it is are like exerting power and control. And if that is like the essence and nature of what your belief in spirituality is and, and you know, sometimes it can I'll be kind of le- messed up. I'll leave you with one uh, aside that I thought was fun, yes. which was I was watching a 1982 interview of Little Richard on David Letterman's show. Mm-hmm. And... It was 1982 was a period of time in which little Richard was trying to be um, not gay, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. And so he was an evangelist and he was singing only gospel music. And he talks in the interview about how he used to be gay. He was gay all his life, but now the Lord saved him and he's straight now. And they even played like an old clip and Letterman was like, when you watch that, doesn't it make you want to get back out there and perform? And Little Richard was like, no, it makes me so glad God cleaned me up. And Mm -hmm. he was wearing like a suit and he looked normal, which I hated, Mm -hmm. you know, because he wasn't Little Richard. He was being something he thought he was supposed to be. And um, another thing that was really disturbing to me is how, and this happens a lot with Little Richard and other people of color particularly queer people of color who are amazing and do incredible things. Mm -hmm. Like he started rock and roll, Mm -hmm. but whenever people interview him, they're always like, so you were there at the beginning. Like you were there when rock and roll began. And he's like, no, 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 I created it. Like he has to be his own hype person. And it really bugs me. It's like Muhammad Ali too. Like there's this, they don't want to give them the full credit. Like don't want to give them the full recognition or could, don't think that anybody, because what would that mean? That would mean accepting that that somebody who is, uh, you know, a gay man of color could actually, you know, like this is like way back then. Yeah. And it's gross. Like, he did it again. He did it though. that first time, and then Letterman did it again. Like, yeah, so you were there at the when it all began, and Little Richard had to say, "I was the architect." Jeez. You know, like the Beatles opened for me. Oh my um, God! Yeah, and I just and then like stole a lot of my act, and like you know the 
Well, and everyone gives Elvis credit and yeah. not right. Little Richard and all of the queer performers who were mm-hmm. basically like they bring the margins to the center and mm. all the fringe characters became made it okay to be yeah. wild. Yeah. And um anyway, it was great oh. and oh, and the original lyrics to Tutti Fruity were about anal sex. Oh, it was see I love knowing be, these things. That's it great. It always be, comes down. I knew we couldn't get away from an episode without talking about poo somewhere in there. Leave butt They sex. said the original lyrics were Tutti Fruity good booty. Woo! If it don't fit, don't force it. You can grease it, make it easy. So there you go. Oh my God. That's next time hilarious. They're talking about getting it up the pooper, you guys. Getting it. it. There you go. Woo! Anyway, RIP Richard. I love him with all my heart. And I love you with all my heart. Please leave us a five star review, you guys. It means so much to us. And subscribe and tell a friend, would you? Yes. All right, bye guys. Love you. Bye. Bye.